You're listening to Red Nation Online. Nothing else matters. Good day, good night, and welcome to Off the Woodworks for Friday, October 18th today. Wow, times fly by. It's almost the end of the season, and it is the last game of the season at home for the Montreal Impact. Tomorrow, 2 o'clock against the Philadelphia Union. And like it's been the habit for the last couple of weeks, Montreal is playing their season we're playing for the playoffs. Hashtag push for the playoffs. Well, first of all, it's the first time in a couple of weeks where there's scenarios are possible for Montreal to clinch a playoff spot in the weekend. So we will talk about that later on during our preview for the weekend. We will talk about all the scenarios available for the Montreal Impact to clinch a playoff spot. We'll talk about that in the second half. We will do a review of the one nothing loss to the Montreal Impact against LA Galaxy on Wednesday. one nothing game. The Impact did not play that badly, but did, couldn't catch a break. So I'll review this. And two news today. Like we said earlier this week on Tuesday's show, Marco DeVaio is back. It was not official when we said it on Tuesday. It is official now. There was a press conference today. That announced Marco Rebaio was back next year. And during that press conference, there was a couple of questions asked to Marco Charibam. And I don't know about you, but if you looked at, if you watched that press conference, if you were there, there was a tension between Charibam and Saputo. Shocker. A shocker. Saputo made, made another coach angry at him. We'll talk about that. And as well, Saturday, before the game, the Montreal Impact are going to honor Mr. Alessandro Nesta because he's going to retire in the next couple after the end of the season. And it is his last game of his career at home in a home stadium. And it is in Montreal. So that's what we're going to talk about today on Of The Woodworks. Let's start really quickly with a recap of the LA Galaxy Montreal Impact game. Montreal needed that three points or at least a result. And they did not get it. A one nothing loss against the LA Galaxy. First of all, Montreal had uh, not a B squad, but it wasn't as the best team. Well, a lot of starters were rested. Couple players were suspended. The Ferraris Arno were suspended. Camara came back for suspension. So the starting four, uh, starting eleven, was in the back line. It was Camara and Lefebvre and center backs. Full backs on the left. You had Tissot, who was not that Tissot awesome, and you had W. We met on the right. They did not play that badly. 
only had one goal for LA, even though Robbie Keane played. What an effort by that Robbie Keane dude. Tuesday night, he plays for in Dublin, in Ireland. Uh, one uh, game where he actually scored on a penalty. He scored in the 17th minute, so he started that game. Did not play the whole 90, but doesn't matter. Played uh, a good 60. And traveled half around the globe to L.A. on Wednesday night to play 30 minutes. Not even to play 35 minutes for the Galaxy against Montreal. It was very surprising for me to see Keane on the bench. When LDK Donovan played the Friday before, same as Gonzalez, Omar Gonzalez, and both were unavailable for that game. So that just tells you how dedicated Mr. Robbie Keane is. And God, I would like to see him in a blue uniform. Never going to happen, but you never know. So the possession for that game, like I said, Montreal got dominated 63.1 for LA, which means 36.9 for Montreal. That is a trumping, my friends. We did not play that badly. Like, so let's go back to the starting 11. Defense was all right. It was unproven, but it proved a lot of things. Defense played well. So good job, Tiso. We met and Lefebvre, the academy defense, with Camara. In my heart, he's a player from the academy, even though he's not. I still like him like he was. Then we had in the midfield, well, it was a 4-4-2. We had in the midfield Bernardello, Warner, Pisano. And Niasi. So, yes, it wasn't the best midfield. And obviously, on top, we had uh, Marco de Bayo, who was not his best game. Played a little too deep, in my opinion. Had to come back too much in the middle to get the service he wanted. And we had Andrew Wenger. Mr. Andrew Wenger could have made the difference in that game by scoring after the first minute. I think he had 10 chances to score every single time he was wide right or wide left. That's becoming a habit for Andrew Wenger. We all know that he's getting chances, can't finish to save him li save his life once again. All right, so the shots, again, we were dominated, 17 shots for Galaxy, 9 for Montreal. The passing, 525 for LA Galaxy, 525 passes for 316 and 72% and we had no big chances created according to MLSsoccer.com. I gotta say, we have one or two chances by Andrew Wenger. That was really close. So that was the game. We needed that three points for the standing because now the standing didn't change. Let's take a look at the standing in the MLS right now. Heading into the penultimate weekend of the Major League Soccer. Of the Major League Soccer. Of Major League Soccer. Of the MLS. Everything is still up for grabs. The standing barely changed this last week. Red Bulls, Kansas City, still playoff spot clinch. That not, did not change. 53-52 points. Dynamo 48. Then you get Montreal, Chicago, and Philly tied 46 points. Every single team's got 32 games played. The table is balanced when it goes to the points per game and the games played. So Montreal are in fourth with 46 points, Chicago 46, and Philly 46. And you got New England 45. Columbus is out of the race, needing two victories and being a point off being eliminated. 
So you got the Revs, the Union, Chicago, and Montreal fighting four teams for two spots. Who will prevail? Who will be able to clinch a spot? So before we actually take a look at the schedule for the weekend, let me just talk about the two scenarios that are possible that would see the Montreal Impact qualify for Major League Soccer playoff and their second year of existence in the league. They are those possible two scenarios only. Okay, so Montreal Impact are into the playoff with a win over Philadelphia and a New England loss or draw. Montreal's in the playoff, a win over Philly, and a Chicago Firecracker loss to TFC. So, you're a Montreal Impact fan? You have to cheer for TFC in the weekend. I know. I know it feels like you're kissing your stepsister. I know. But you gotta cheer for TFC. Same as you gotta cheer for Columbus. So go Columbus! Come on, the crew! You can do it! Beat New England! And TFC, well, Toronto, I never asked anything of you. I did not make fun of you that badly when we won 6 nothing this earlier this year, 6-0. It wasn't that bad. I did not have sexual relationship with that intern. I did not bash you that badly. So Toronto, you owe us one. Beat Chicago. That's all I got to say. So those are the two possible scenarios that would see Montreal qualify. Finally. 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 The impact will be back in the playoff. You hear it at first. Off the Woodworks is saying that the Montreal impact will qualify for the playoffs in this weekend. At the penultimate weekend, that's where Montreal would get their golden ticket for the playoffs. It won't be easy. It wasn't easy. We've been on a slide lately, a very bad slide, an 0-5-1 type of slide. We need to bring that ship back and go into the right direction. Get two Ws, go into the playoff in a, some type of little good run, like two Ws in a way. That would be the best way to go into the playoffs. We will probably have to do the first round, maybe at home. But that's what you have for having a slide at the end of the season. So now that we look at the standings and at the two possible scenarios for the Montreal and back to make the playoff, let's look at the actual schedule to see the other games in Major League Soccer. Friday night, a game that doesn't really have a lot of implications for the standing because one team is already qualified and one team is already eliminated. You get the Sporting Kansas City with the new hero of the Mexican national team. Graham Zussi from the U.S. Men's National Team. Okay, if you were not following Tuesday night, what was going on in the CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers, well, here's a little recap between the Panama-United States game, Costa Rica-Mexico game. Before the game, U.S. already qualified. Costa Rica's already qualified. Mexico needs to either win or hope that Panama loses. If Panama wins, 
and Mexico loses, Mexico is out of the World Cup, not even forced to go play the play-in game against New Zealand. They would have been out. But no. It's one nothing from Panama. And then the U.S. ties. No. Costa Rica wins 2-1. So everybody's like, oh, if Panama scores, Mexico's out. Come on, come on, Panama. And you know what happened? Panama. Panama uh, scored. 2-1 Panama. Everybody's going crazy. People in the States and in Canada are like, oh, Mexico's going to get eliminated. Mexico's going out. Arrivederci. It's more like, uh, anyway, I was talking Italian, but... You get the point. They'll be like, adios, amigo. <laughs> adios. But no, the United States had other plans. Tie it up in the beginning of extra time. 2-2. And Mr. Graham Sanazusi, the new nickname that the Mexican gave him. Well, at the 93rd minute, decided to take a run into the box. Off the corner. Beautiful jump. Slide header. Right into the net. And the United States win 3-2. Which sends Mexico down in fourth place to play New Zealand for a playoff spot. For a playoff game for a spot for the 2014 World Cup down in Brazil. So that's what happened this week in the CONCACAF. It was crazy, 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 I tell you. And then so Sporting Kansas City, DC United, the game that had no meaning for the end of the season. Then, Saturday, it starts. Montreal, Philly, 2 o'clock. FC Dallas, Seattle. Can Seattle go out of a slump? The Seattle are the Montreal of the Western Conference. You can go the other way, say Montreal is the Eastern Conference. Seattle's, but no. Can Seattle overcome Dallas and Dallas are not going to make the playoffs. A team that started off so well in the beginning of the season. Oh, well. Colorado-Vancouver. A very important matchup for the playoffs. Vancouver wants to come back in the hunt. Not eliminated, but very close. They're on an artificial respirator as we speak, going beep. 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 And after the game, after Saturday's going to go... Beep. That's where Vancouver is going to get eliminated from the playoffs. Colorado is going to prevail. New England, Columbus. We all hope for a Columbus win on the road. Columbus needs to save their image, you could say, because, yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs. they got a new coach at their pre-court. Uh, we'll see where that goes. We'll see if the Iguains, the like of Arieta, of uh, Aguero will be back next year. We don't know. So Columbus against New England in New England. Come on, Columbus! I'm just going to remind you that a Columbus win parlayed with a Montreal victory will qualify to Montreal 11 for the playoffs. Same thing for the next game, Chicago versus Toronto FC. If TFC goes on the road and beats Chicago, well, Montreal with a victory over Philly will qualify for the playoffs. Last game on Saturday, Portland, Real Salt Lake. Portland Timbers versus the RSL, 10-30. A game very important for Portland if they want to continue their run and be in top of the league support shield front runner right now. Sunday, two more games. 
We all wish the New Jersey Pink Toros do us a last favor and beat Houston. New York on the road at BBVA facing the Houston Dynamo. They're the Dynamo from Houston, the most orange of all teams. Let's beat them, the Pink Toros. Then you get the LA Galaxy facing the San Jose Earthquake. The last installment of the Cali Classical this year at Home Depot. Actually, that Stub Hub Center. San Jose Earthquakes are win or go home situation once again for San Jose. They win. They're still in the playoff hunt. They lose. They are the playoffs. And the Galaxy are very close to them. Earthquakes really needed the Montreal's help on Wednesday with Montreal victory. And combined with the San Jose victory in the weekend, San Jose would have overtaken the Galaxy. And now that is not looking likely. So those are the game in Major League Soccer this weekend. And all the playoff implications, the push for the playoffs, and the two possible scenarios that would see the Montreal Impact qualify for the playoffs. We'll take a small break. When we come back, we will talk about the career of Alessandro Nesta for a little while. Is there a rift in management between Shalibom and Saputo? And we'll do a preview of the biggest game of the season, the last game of the season, at home, against... Ooh, against. It's our last game against the Union. And a win. And nothing else matters. And nothing else matters. Trust I see and I find in you Every day for us something new Open mind for a different view And nothing else matters And we're back on Out of the Woodworks. It is the last home game for one of the biggest legends to ever play the game for the Montreal Impact. Okay, I'll gladly give it to you. He did not play the most amazing for Montreal in his year and a half tenure for the center back. But giving him credit for his entire career, for a World Cup win, for some UEFA Cup, for some Champions League. He is the biggest star to ever wear the blue uniform of a Montreal team for the Montreal Impact. It is Mr. Alessandro Nesta, and before the game tomorrow, the Impact will honor him, or will, um, yeah, honor is, a, is the best word, for his entire career, because we all know he is going to retire at the end of the season. So let's do a quick profile of Alessandro Nesta. If you're not a big follower of Italian Serie A soccer, or Italian men's national team, or just European soccer, well, here's a quick preview, not preview, here's a quick overview of Alessandro Nesta's career. He's a defender, age 37. He was born on March 19, 1976 in Rome. Nesta developed into one of the most powerful center backs in the world game before leaving AC Milan for a new challenge in the MLS with Montreal Impact. He's a product of Lazio youth team setup. He rose up in the ranks and assumed the team captaincy of Lazio in 1997, helping the side to win 1998 Coppa Italia. 
He was also keen delivering the UEFA Cup Winners' Cup and European Super Cup in 1999. And there was Scudetto. Scudetto, if you don't know, that's the name of the league championship. So when you win the league in Serie A, it's called the Scudetto. So, and a rare Scudetto and Coppa Italia double in the 19 and 1999 and 2000 season, in addition to two Italian Super Cups. Financial woes forced Lazio to sell Nesta and was transferred to Milan for 30.9 million, that's a lot of money for 2001, where he became the rock of their defense. Landing the Champions League Super Cup, the Champions League, sorry, Super Cup and Coppa Italia in 2003. He also picked up two Serie A titles in 04 and 11 and added another, another Champions League in 07. He basically won everything. Having began his international career in 1996, the 2006 World Cup win proved a high point before his decline saw him play less at Milan and eventually left the club in 2012 for a new challenge in the Major League Soccer with the Montreal Impact. His biggest strength when he was playing at his prime in the Champions League, well, was his vision and positional sense, as well as powers that allows him to dominate his opponents. Power, not necessarily now, but vision and positional sense, yes. Now that he's getting on in age, pace is a problem while he also has had injury issues. His career high, he was named Serie defender for four straight years beginning in 2000. But, as he said, the highlight of his career was a World Cup in 2006. But in later interviews, he said that because he couldn't play on the final, being injured, the biggest feat of his career is still the Champions League that he won. And... His career low, from his own opinion, is the 2008-2009 season, where he only had, when he only could play one game because of injuries. He's a, he was a powerful, a strong, and a classy defender. With his quality, la qualita, he was known as one of the best defender for his generation. And I still can't believe that he actually plays for Montreal. What an honor for the Montreal Impact to be able, even though it's in late in his career and he's going to finish his career well, you still can be able to say that a World Cup winner played for your team. One of the best defenders of his generation played for your team. That's very, very important in the future history of the Montreal Impact. All right. His best quotes that he ever said was this. There's no way that I could sit on the bench and wait for my turn. If I don't feel that I am important, I'd rather stay at home. Out of respect for the club and also for myself, I prefer to leave and try something new. That's Nesta when he leaves. That he left Milan. He's probably going to say the same type of thing when he leaves Montreal. And you know how Nesta first got noticed? Well... It's in the early 90s, middle 90s, when he was with Lazio's youth team. And he was playing against an England legend. And he was known because he broke his leg. He broke Paul Gascoigne's leg in training in the mid-90s. He broke the Gaza's leg. That was... I was barely watching soccer. I was like 10 years old. 
But that's where Nesta first got noticed. Hey, to become a legend, you gotta beat the legend or break his leg. <laughs> so that was uh, our little overview of Alessandro Nesta's career. I want to tell you, grazie Alessandro. Mille grazie. And uh, good luck on your first one or two years off in Miami. Then we all know you're going to be the coach of either the Miami team with Beckham. You're going to be an owner. So good luck in your all your future endeavors. Friday, today, there was a press conference for the Montreal Impact to announce that Marco De Valle will be a Montreal Impact player in 2014 as well. And like Saputo asked Marco, Marco, what's the only thing that you didn't win so that you didn't do so far? And before Marco could answer, a championship, Saputo said. Well, so we got that. We talked about it on Tuesday. We all knew that was going to happen. But there's one thing I noticed during that press conference. The tension was thick between Saputo and Charlie Bomb. You could cut it with a knife. What happened between the two? Could a rift between a different opinion and difference of whatever could be happened between the two? Does that mean that Charlie Bomb is not coming back next year? We all know if you're a listener of this show, usual listener, you know who I want to coach. I have two possible two possibilities in my mind which would fit perfectly. Frank Yallop or Mark Watson. And the more I think about it, the more I want Watson. Be in the interim and San Jose all year long almost. And be able to steady the ship and bring the team to the brink of the playoff. And they might even qualify. It's not over yet. And Mark Watson being a former Montreal Impact player. It would be amazing. Yes, it's a long, long time ago. But Watson did wear the black and blue and white. Or the white and blue. I just like the black and blue and white. But yeah, so Mark Watson would be. So that's what I just wanted to say. Might be a rift. Might be something going on between Charlie Bomb and Saputo. All right. Preview. LA Galaxy. No, what am I talking about? The Philadelphia Union are coming to Montreal on Saturday to play their season. Will the gamble of the team of the B team in LA on Wednesday prove fruitful for the Montreal Impact on Saturday? The likes of Felipe barely played. The likes of Bernier, Nesta, Arnaud, and Ferrari did not play. All those players will be rested going forward. Speaking of forward, hope Andrew Wenger can finally score and hope Marco Devayo goes back solo on the top of the Golden Boot race. He's tied with 19 with Mike McGee. Damn, Mike McGee. You can do it, Marco. Two games to go. Go get that boot. It'll be a nice accomplishment to add to your resume a Golden Boot winner in your penultimate year in your career. So, there's a striker for Philadelphia that we haven't had heard. He's been on a four-month goal drought. And he was dominating the league early on with Marco, with Marco DeVaio, if you remember. Jack McInerney was stuck at 11 goals for the last four months. He was tied with the league lead with 11 with Marco DeVaio earlier this year. 
That's a long time ago, people. And he only scored his first goal in four months. Well, Jack Mack, it's about time he got out of that slump. Wishing Montreal gets out of his own slump against Okugo, Sheenan Williams. Jack McMath in net. It's going to be not easy, but Montreal needs a win. Nothing else matters. Three points, and then New England loses or Chicago loses. And Montreal's qualified. So you heard it first on Red Nation Online. Off the woodworks on Red Nation Online today. Montreal will qualify for the playoffs. <laughs> so thank you for listening to this show today. As I said, the two possible scenarios. Columbus wins or Chicago wins. I don't know. Whoa, let's scrap that and restart. Montreal impact win against you, Philly, first of all. And then, if Toronto beat Chicago, we're in. If Columbus beats New England, we're in. So, we will know. So, thanks for listening to this Off the Woodworks edition, number 46. A win. Nothing else matters. Matters. You can get this podcast on iTunes, FeedBurner, Red Nation Online today, obviously. And on the Red Nation Online app for your smartphones, your tablets, iPhones, your pager. It is a pager-friendly app. You can have any questions, comments, reactions, whatever. Off the Woodworks at Hotmail.com on iTunes, on uh, Twitter at Off the Woodworks. You can always write comments on iTunes with reviews if you like. Or on Facebook. Facebook. Off the Woodworks for the next always. So have a great weekend in the MLS. The penultimate weekend. We will know maybe the playoff picture at the end of the weekend. We will see each other next week. And until then, I am Kevin Lagame. And have a great soccer. Thank you.